You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. I feel like I start a lot of episodes off like that. Yeah, it's always that or it's always the same, like three things that we always go over with. <laughs> oh, is that the beginning of the podcast? It I'm is. sorry. It is. I'm not even, not even here, dog. Um, <laughs> this week, we are separated once again, but this time there is no dog in our video. And mm-hmm. this time, several mimosa, I have a Smith Black Velvet Oatmeal Stout. Ooh. You fancy? Look fancy, don't it? It's don't fancy, look fancy, don't here. it? Black mm-hmm. velvet, okay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what you drinking? Water and Water. some Phil's coffee today. Oh, I um, started making matchas. Man, I made my first matcha a couple of days ago. Man, it was so perfect. Like, I'm never going to buy anything no. again. I feel like I do everything amazing. Um, it was so do. good. I, it made me want to make more. It was so good. I, I vouch for her. Her coffee is immaculate. Um, but also, have you tried it? Making matcha with the vanilla bean paste from Trader Host. With the what? Vanilla bean paste. No, because I have another, like oh. a sweet cream and oat milk thing that I do. Oh, man. But I can imagine that makes sense. Oh, delightful. Also, okay. throw a little lavender in it. Oh, yeah. Where do you get your mm-hmm. lavender from? Mm-hmm. Where do you get your lavender you from? They got the ceremonial grade matcha too. Uh huh. What? She over here doing rituals uh-huh. in the morning, y'all. I need to step my game up. I ain't doing no rituals. Well, I just decided to send him 525 <laughs> around the corner. Valid. So I was like, uh, but my coffee's been sucking though lately because I, instead of the French press, um, you know, those mocha pots that you put on the. I started doing that and it was fine at first. And I don't know if it's because once I've washed it enough times or if the metal has changed, the coating came off. I don't know. But it's like I'm burning it. It has this bitter taste. Like, I i don't know how I'm cooking it or how I'm making it, but I think my coffee is, like, overcooking. So mm-hmm. it has a weird taste. So my coffee yeah, has you're like Starbucks. Awesome. What's that supposed to mean? Burning coffee. Well, they coffee be tasting all right to me. Well, sometimes. I, I went there today. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I like the the textures or the creaminess of, like, if you get, like, chestnut craving or, like, something else in it. But... Um, you're right. It doesn't taste, it tastes sometimes kind of therapy-ish or kind of like, not like coffee after you even make it in your own. But with the mocha pie, it's, I don't know, I just haven't got it. Or it used to be good at first, but now it's not. So I don't know what it is, but I was trying to Google. But my matcha has been on point though. Shout out to that. That's always a good day when you yeah. find something like that. Um, if you haven't, that, like I said, that Trader Hose paste elevates matcha like with some oat milk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. Delightful. So, what it are we talking? What are we talking about today? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> look, I just got here. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me pull up my notes. Um, today, <laughs> today, boys and girls, we are talking about delegation. Mm-mm-mm. Man, um, I thought about this as a topic because we discussed entrepreneurship a couple of weeks ago, perhaps. Yes, and. I was trying to think of untraditional topics that around entrepreneurship, and 
I know you're thinking, well, delegation, duh, that's not necessarily an uh, untraditional. But when you think about the conversations that you hear around entrepreneurship, it's about starting up, about trying to find investors, about building your team, about doing these things. But there are so many intricacies and nuances of building a business and being an entrepreneur that aren't discussed. And how to delegate is a big one. Um, I saw one of my friends on Twitter was talking about, like, man, why is it so hard for me to delegate? And I know that it's something that I've struggled with and something that I've seen Lexi excel and get better at, like over the time that we've been friends and as she's been building Capsoche. And so I thought it would be a great topic to discuss today. Yeah, so um, delegation is a game changer. For me, I first saw anything kind of really about it in a way that made me consider it and start to utilize it um, when I read the four-hour workweek by Tim Ferriss. And essentially, that book is about how to get more things done in a way that you're doing less. And also, and I feel like when you look around, people you view as successful, um, or I guess I can speak for myself, because even some like friends who are very successful, like, you know, have homes, have multiple businesses, et cetera. You know, they also have like a business manager. It looks like they don't even do anything because, you know, they have all the pieces in place for other folks to take care of things. And then they get calls when they need to or participate where they need to. But um, I see them live a life that feels like the exact opposite of that whole like extra hustler type vibe that we see when people talk about business ownership and entrepreneurship a lot. So to me, I realized like, yo, like it shouldn't have to feel like, you know, you're doing everything. It shouldn't have to feel like um, just hustle, hustle, hustling. And it might at a certain point for sure. But if you're serious about entrepreneurship or business ownership, it should get to a place where um, you do have other people that allow you to scale and allows you to not have to be the person doing all these things that's not necessarily in your, you know, best skill set. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that that's why it's important. It's like they're in this culture of like constantly hustling. It's like, oh, man, you have like 50, 11 jobs. It's like, yeah, and they're all jobs until they're able to coexist, like without mm-hmm. you be physically being there. And that's something that you've touched on, but you also just mentioned it's like, they have all these businesses, but they're not the person making everything happen. And I think in a very realistic way, we have to think about that. I know me as an entrepreneur, I'm not there yet. Like my business can't function without me there. And so I'm like, damn, I got to hire people and learn how to delegate and build those systems so that they can. Until then, I'm just, I have a job, but it's for myself because nothing, like I don't get paid if I'm not there. And so it's like delegation is a very important skill in scaling and in being able to do more than, you know, one thing uh, with quality. I think it's super important. Yeah. And I would define delegation as um, handing off tasks and, well, I guess this is no work task, so handing off tasks to other folks who are capable of handling those things. Um, is there anything deeper to that? Um, I think that I'm missing. I think that it, so the, the definition, the textbook definition of it, which I really liked is delegation is providing, I'll say people with something to do, uh, within basic parameters and giving them the authority to make their own decisions on what steps to take to achieve the objective, offering support and training as necessary, um, allowing your team members a degree of autonomy and ownership 
um, if you really want the benefit. But the important distinction for me here is it's not just giving away tasks that you don't like and it's not giving people things and then micromanaging them like while they have them. Like that is not delegation. It's not if you're micromanaging because now you're still doing work, but if you give people a task to do, I think that's still, I technically think that's still a delegation. Like if you're like, yeah, check my emails or respond to my emails or um, create these decks or whatever it is, like you're still giving them something else to do. Um, but I do agree that it's very important for them to have a sense of autonomy to where, you know, they can actually be good at that or they have something to offer creatively or however to that task. And so you're allowing them to just get it done because now you're not involved in any way. So if you're, if you're like kind of micromanaging and, or you need to be exactly this or that, or you need to be talked to like every other step of the way, then now you're still, it's like, you know, I just did it. Mm -hmm. Are you good at delegation? Like what has that journey, like learning to delegate been like for you? Um, I have not always been good at it. Sometimes I'm not good now. But what that depends upon is how clear I am on the task and how much of a system there is for the task. So in the past, <clears throat> I've tried to build a team, and but I was doing what we just said, where it's like I'm doing it with them or we're figuring it out or they need me throughout that process. Um, and so it's not very effective. Um, versus there have been times where, okay, I've gotten a system very clear to where I can pass that along and have them just run through and get things done. So um, I think it depends on like how clear the task is and also how, what, how clear the outcome is of what you want to come from that as well. Absolutely. And that's so perfect because I recently did the same thing. I hired someone to and be an assistant and help me do things, but I wasn't clear exactly on what I needed them to do and what the outcome was. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of just spinning my wheels. It's like, well, why are they here if you if you don't know these things yourself? And so your girl had to go back to the drawing board. Um, I am not currently great with delegation um, in my own business. I would say that if it's with things at the gym or when I'm, uh, cause I'm on the board of a nonprofit. So whenever I'm doing work with them, I'm good at delegating those tasks, but with my own stuff, not so much. I'd be struggling a little bit. So working on that. What's the difference there? I would say clarity. Like I know what needs to get done and there's a system. So all of the words that you've said make it so much easier to be good at delegation. So shout out to Lanicia, um, the owner of Thrive. She's really great at systems and she's super OCD around those things around outcomes. So it's really easy for me to see that and be like, oh, I know how to get here and then to instruct or to do things that way. With the nonprofit, Charlie is very similar with Change the Tune and it's like, oh, oh, we need to do this. Okay, well, this is an idea to get there. And then I think this person will be good at this. We should hire an intern for this and then do this. But I wonder if mine is one, just because I'm not clear, um, maybe also because I'm doing something that I've never seen done before, or at least in ways that I haven't seen being done. And then third, maybe because it's my stuff that it's a little bit harder to let go of um, that control or that need to feel like my hands have to be on things. So I think it's probably a mix of all three of those things. Yeah, that's fair. And that makes sense. But also, could you be looking at Lala's and Charlie's through a different lens, whereas you're not maybe seeing or have you even really thought to ask him about, hey, 
how do you feel about delegation and, you know, what you learned and what your process has been? Because maybe to you it feels a certain way or maybe, you know, you're looking at it from the lens of just seeing it now that it's good. But, you know, is it necessarily that they're awesome at it or are you just giving them more grace about it? Um, maybe, I mean, not that they might not be awesome at it, but. Yeah, no, I think they both know that they both um, admittedly self-struggle with it. I was saying with me, my role in their organizations, I'm able to delegate better. So I'm not talking about their roles oh, of delegation. Oh, your role. Yeah, my role in their organizations, I can delegate uh, tasks and responsibilities. So not them, even though they both have admitted that they struggle with it, which as, you know, successful women, business owners and entrepreneurs, I think it's important to talk about these things as people in general, um, but especially as those things, because they both have said it. But me looking at myself within these existing systems, I'm better at delegating and giving people things to do and that as opposed to like in creating my own systems. But is that because with your own, you have 500 different things going on at once, whereas when you're working with somebody else, you already probably have, like, a space. Yeah. So it's a much more narrow space, I'm probably, sure. to work with this. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, and I think as um, as a business owner, too, it's really hard, but that's kind of what you have to do is be able to... And, and I spent time at one point with the spreadsheet making columns like marketing, this, onboarding, sales, and, like, what are all these different spaces? where you need systems and like identifying that first. And then like, at least it kind of helped me if I want to focus, like I'm focusing on, a, you know, this one space and like, all right, what do I need to do here? What do I, what needs to be done and looking at it in different pieces instead of like, it's so overwhelming everything at once in front of you. Um, and so it is one of those things where I feel like you do kind of just have to like break it, excuse me, break it down. Um, in a little pieces because everything needs a system, but it's so hard, especially as a small team, to get work done and jot down how you're doing it or like how it should be done. And maybe it feels like you don't know how some things should be done. Um, so I think delegation can come from you being familiar with what you want to happen and how it should happen and you getting that down and passing it along. But sometimes also I think delegation, and especially as you get to a certain point, delegation comes from you have no idea, but now I'm really hiring like an expert or somebody else who really, like they can even do that part, you know? Like you don't even have to create the process for the delegation. Somebody else can come in and really do their part and do their delegation themselves also. Mm -hmm, Which is brilliant and probably something to look into. So if you struggle with that, know that you can also delegate that out to someone who is a subject matter expert. Um, you touched Yeah, on- like even even being able to get a business manager, you know, and, and that's somebody who can then tell you, hey, you need to do this and this. It's like, all right. Like, but if you're even trying to figure out how to fix your business sometimes, I mean, not fix it, you know, like mm-hmm. how to make it run more efficiently and things like that. Absolutely. I think that's an excellent idea. That would have been cool to have. Maybe we'll have someone on one day to talk about like some of those things, subject matter expert wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Um, so we could take some notes. Hell yeah, that's all. I'm like, this is purely <laughs> selfish, purely a selfish play here. <laughs> um, so you touched on it a little bit and you mentioned scale and a couple other things, but why is delegation important like for businesses? Like, well, how is it helpful? Why is it important? It's helpful, I think, because it allows you to build a more efficient team and a stronger team. Um, if people understand what to do, why they're doing it, 
and they're sold on, you know, the context and the reasoning and the objective. And if they feel comfortable and feel like they know what they're doing, then I think that makes your whole team overall a little bit more strong, um, things moving a little bit more effectively, and also, you know, have a good morale around the team as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think it also helps you develop your skills as a leader um, and become a better manager mm-hmm. and a better person like to communicate things whenever you are having to create these systems or lead people like it just helps increase your propensity in that area the most important thing i would say to me is that um it helps you to scale and it helps you to have a little bit more free time and maybe not free time but you have more time to focus on like we said things that is your like main superpower or where you should be more effective in your company um so when you're trying to do everything, like you burn out so fast. Um, when you're trying to do everything, you can't even get everything done. So it's like tasks on Monday, you're still doing on Friday. Um, and, and it's hard to do like sales and do the work. And, you know, mm-hmm. so um, by delegating, now you have the time to focus on the things that will actually help your business move forward. Definitely. It also gives an opportunity to highlight people's skills. Like we talked about hiring a subject matter expert for X, Y, and Z, not even just for business management, but maybe for graphic design. Like if you out here on Canvas struggling Mm -hmm. for six hours to make a flyer, you probably could have hired somebody to do one for a hell of a lot cheaper and save some time. So this could lead to an improvement of quality in your business, efficiency in the way that it runs, just opening up other avenues by highlighting other people's strong sets, strong skill sets. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Because I don't think people even realize a lot of times how easy it is to do that and like what those options look like. Um, for example, you can go on Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. You can find somebody who for $10 will create 20 social media posts for you. You can find somebody who will create your podcast art for you. Um, you can find somebody who will call your friends and say happy birthday. Like You can find anything. So, like, there's so many of these spaces where you can find folks who are freelancing and doing kind of, like, gigs in different spaces um, where, and the amount of time, honestly, like, it might seem, like you said, excuse me, to do, like, a Canva flyer or something. Somebody else could do it for, like, not even a lot of money necessarily. Um, so there are so many places to, um, to where it doesn't have to feel like you're doing, like, this whole hiring somebody and, like, you know, there's all extra involved things. But you can start to explore by going online, go just Google uh, the thing you're looking for and you probably can find people who and then look at the reviews, look at their past work, all that stuff and be able to figure that all out. Mm-hmm. And that was an aside. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, but that's, that's real. And, and like you said, whenever um, I was talking to Alexia, I'm like, oh, I hired an assistant, but like I'm struggling because I don't know what systems to even to create. She's like, you know, there's a person you can hire that will do that part for you. And it's like, oh, I'd never even mm-hmm. heard of that before or thought about it. Like, I'm sure somewhere in the back of my mind, I thought it like it could exist, but I didn't know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, reason why delegation is so important is because if you're doing it in a way where in a definition you said you allow for folks to have agency in how a thing gets done also as well, um, you're opening yourself up to a little bit more creativity, might have more creative solutions, a different look. Like, sure, camp is easy to use, but, like, you know, people have better eyes for design sometimes. Like, I've been looking at the box, like, oh, I don't even know, you know. But um, just sometimes having more people can be better 
just for the outcome of your projects um, and the way things look and, and turn out. Mm-hmm. Two is better than one. If and the more and also the more people have agency, the more excited they can get about things and the more like ideas start to flow. So just increasing that buy in and that participation, like people, how important something is to them if they feel like they actually have a piece of it. Um, mm-hmm. There's all these reasons why delegation is important. And even though logically, I think most people understand these. Right. Like we can't we're not islands. We can't do everything by ourselves. Like, what do you think are what some of the reasons that keep people from being able to delegate or from, you know, not moving forward with trying to hire people to do things? I think the number one thing, um, if you even have any idea to delegate, the number one reason why you may not is money. Um, Even sometimes now I find myself in a space where I'm like, oh man, if um, client income is not but so much, or, you know, I'm not going to feel comfortable putting more hours on folks who are working with me if like, you know, you have to be able to pay folks or um, even with things like Fiverr, like you might be able to get somebody to do something for 20 bucks, but you might not have that 20 bucks. Um, And so I think that um, being able to pay people for their work um, may be something that hinders you or hinders you from getting the the best people or really good expert type people also. Mm Mm-hmm. I think another one is not knowing where to start. Uh, like we talked about, people might not even know that you can hire these people. Like me with a business mm-hmm. manager. Like if you don't, you don't know what you don't know, and you might just feel overwhelmed, and that can keep you from starting. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I would say that keeps you from that is lack of clarity on what needs mm-hmm. to be done in the first place. Um, and we've been talking about this, like if you bring on an assistant, but then you're like, uh, you know, you do things so haphazardly that you don't know how to pass them along in a way that makes sense for them to even do. And so you're both kind of moving haphazardly instead of it actually being efficient. Um, so lack of clarity also, I think is a big thing. Another big one is perfectionism or like I would almost say with trust issues, like you don't trust other people to do mm-hmm. it the way you want it to be done or you feel so tied to like, it being your way that you're not open to other people, which I think can really limit you. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not that's saying, a big thing for me too. Yeah. And I'm saying that's not said to say hire anybody because let's be real. If you care about yourself and your business and your clients and your brand, like you want to be very thoughtful with it, but also yeah. you got to let go sometimes and realize that, you know, your way is not the best way, but I think perfectionism and, and that like lack of trust in others could be a big thing holding people back from it. Yeah, definitely. And things being done is much better than you trying to let them be perfect 20 months later. Um, and yeah, cause, and I'd be so mad too. Cause like, if I get something to somebody, I'm like, bro, like, you don't see this is not even like this, 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 but also it's like, all right, at least we have something to start from. Um, but again, that is important, like, because there are people who can do a good job with stuff. So, um, and there's a thin line, I think, between, um, the people you choose and then you just being like a micromanager and or a perfectionist also. And so uh, to your point for sure, like taking a step back and just letting people do things, but also letting their outcomes and what they do, letting that inform you on how to be a better leader and a better delegator um, to make things more clear. Like when we're doing things like video editing, for example, and I let them like, all right, here, run, do the thing. Like, and I'll tell you all the things we know we want, but for the most part, sometimes I'm like, yo, I don't want to hinder you by telling you, do this transition, do that, do that, where you know, do something even cooler. 
So I'm kind of giving people the the chance to just do what they think looks good. And now, though, when I'm watching um, a draft or something, a, a video or something, now I will literally, like, within the program, at each second where there's something, like, I just put my notes, like, exact notes. Like, I'll put such clear notes because I'd rather you just know exactly, like, what things to do versus to say, oh, okay, this is cool, but can you uh, cut out 20 seconds from this? Or you may be a person where you do just say cut out 20 seconds if you really trust what they're doing. Um, so to me, I think it just shows you like, oh, I should have been more clear about what I wanted mm-hmm. if I don't get a certain type of thing. I think that that's a great point. It makes me think about um, on the homecoming where Beyonce is like, I'm not going to leave any more notes until all the ones right. that already left our address. <laughs> like, why are we here? Why am I here right now? <laughs> I never actually watched that, but I, I can't see people say that. Yo, um, she that literally quote, said that, that in a meeting. Sense. Right. It, but that's, that's fair. Like, you're wasting people's time if things haven't already been done, you've already said, and or um, if people, like, you know, if they don't need the notes also. So, yeah, that's, that's smart. And all of this, too, is about respecting your own time and respecting uh, the job that needs to be done. And so in this whole like cycle of, you know, what you need to get done, the other person doing it, you checking it, whatever else, um, you know, you got to be able to recognize where the weak point is if things mm-hmm. are going where you want. And that might be you, it might be them. And so it's fair to like really pay attention to that. Man, I was about to say, and sometimes that weak point is you and that's me pointing to myself. When- <laughs> Bro, always, yeah, that's why I always tell my team, I'm like, dog, like, Listen, I'm bottlenecking this because I'm trying to do too much other stuff and mm. y'all waiting for me to tell y'all, yes, no, check this, check that. And I'm like, bro, like at some point, like I just need y'all to just run with it. So, but, but I think because a lot of times they've been so used to me being a little bit more involved mm-hmm. um, with their tasks that it's difficult now to get away from that. And so I've just had to have some talks with them to be like, yo, like if you're going to be like the VP of marketing or running that space, um, I don't need to check the folks like just you just check, do it, you know, and I have to trust you and you, you hit me if you don't feel clear on what is the reason or, you know, the, the main end of the day object objectives of things. And that's why I've learned mostly that over time, I just need to get clearer and clearer and clearer on what do we do? What do we stand for? What are the values? What mm-hmm. is this? You know, what are those things that have to be in place? So people have at least a checklist of does it meet these requirements? Um, then it's like you can make the decision but like I'm, I don't care you know at a certain point um, so yeah I think a lot of times it's like look I'm slowing y'all down so I need you to just take ownership but I have to help them understand and feel comfortable with that also absolutely before we get into what you've already dropped hella gems but before we get into ways to get better at delegating. I just wanted to go through a couple of signs that you might not be delegating enough because you may think so. But if we've been, you know, hustlers for so long, having all these businesses and jobs, but we're solopreneurs, um, it can be normal for us to think like, oh, this is enough work. And so I just want to go through some signs that you might be hoarding work and not delegating enough. And the first one is you work in hella long hours, like hella long, long, long Mm -hmm. hours. Like, mm, you should probably take a step, take a step back and evaluate that. Yeah, I would agree. Sometimes it's called for um, to get to a certain level to where you can delegate, like we were saying before. But for the most part, yeah, like it's definitely. 
And it can make sense too. Like it can make more sense for you still to pass those things off and pay the person and still just get way more coming in. Like it might not seem like it if you're not used to it, but it always does make sense. Mm-hmm. Another one can be if you feel indispensable. Like if you feel like you always have to be there, like you can't take a day off. Like I think that's a big one too. Like if systems and things can't run without you physically being there, that is a sign that you have to build more systems and or hire people or give things away because you're just solopreneur. You just have a job for yourself at that point. Yeah. And then you kept talking about um, ownership as well. And that, this is actually a really good one. If you feel like you're the only one who cares. Because, <laughs> you know, how can you do be? Because <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but um, yeah, that means like they don't have enough ownership. That's fair. That's what I could be. Mm-hmm. So I would say that, like, give them a little more space and a little more agency and let them actually care about what they're doing. And you'll probably get a better result also. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then are people always asking you like, hey, happy to help. How can I help you? How can I support you? Like if you have a team and they're yeah, constantly they asking, <laughs> then yeah. you might need to and evaluate you ain't giving them. them nothing. You might need to and evaluate you ain't them. them nothing. Yeah. Dang. That's how uh, my intern, uh, shout out Gift. Hey, shout yeah, out to Gift though. Me like, like, yo, what can I do? What can I do? I'm like, bro, I don't, I got stuff, but also I don't know. Like it's weird because you be able to help yourself, but also you don't know. You know, and that that's, I guess, the time to take a step back and, like, list the shit out and see, like, okay, what could you do? Um, shit, I need to do that. But that could take a whole day doing that, too. Maybe it's worth it, though. So I think I'm probably going to have to do that <laughs> before the week starts. Light bomb. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, but those are really good. Those are, those are good signifiers that you could do a lot more. Mm-hmm. And so now some ways to get better at it. Lexi already said this and I'm going to say it again, but getting clear on what uh, first, like your, your goals on your vision on all those things, but also what you need help with. Um, and then being able to prioritize that. Another way that I look at it is my strengths and weaknesses. So if you suck at Canva, you shouldn't probably spend all of your time there. If you suck Mm -hmm. at video editing, you should probably talk to somebody who's good at that. Or finances, especially finances. Make sure you get a good finance person or spreadsheets. But thinking about um, that could be an easy first dipping your toe into the pool of delegation is thinking about what you suck at or what you're not as strong in and then getting someone who's an expert at that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, another way to get better is to create better systems or systems if you don't have any at all um, that will that you can just hand off to people. So also, you know, just delegating by itself isn't helpful if that person then leaves or something happens and now they just had all that information also. And so it'll be most beneficial for you to create like operations manuals. And I've done that myself and I've had the people in that position do that. Where I've told them, because I hate that, like trying to do stuff and write it at the hate same it. time. But hate I've had it. them be like, yo, as you're doing things, jot it down. Gift was really good with that, actually. And um, then she would, I would be like, yo, just, you know, just jot things down. Don't worry about it. Like make it like an outline. This is what you're doing with these different tasks. And then she would send it to me. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. But now let's add in the screenshots or, you know, um, make it a little more detailed. Like, literally, like, go here, click this, and just do this. Um, if this happens, do this. If this happens, do that. And it just makes it much more clear um, for just your operations in general, I would say. 
Absolutely. I'm not applauding McDonald's or supporting them in any type of way, but that's how they were able to scale up to their company is by breaking mm-hmm. down the pieces like like a factory. Like one person does this, but it's so self-explanatory that you can take that person out and another person could slide in there and do the same thing. So it's creating those systems. Mm-hmm. Um, Lexi created them for Carly's Couch because I didn't know how to edit videos or do any of those things. And so... Shout out to that. I mean, I did do it this week. You know what I'm saying? She was like, they're in, check the drive. They're in there. Like, oh God. Um, Which to be fair, I was doing my workout videos, but like pairing audio and stuff like that. And there's like little screenshots and pictures. And so just making sure that it's self-explanatory, leaving yourself open to questions. um, I had to learn from John Hollander. Shout out John with Premier and all that. Cause I like, also I didn't know, but once I got it, then I, I had to just create that. And even I had to follow it at first. And then, you know, you just get it after that. You see, because your girl don't have to use the manuals no more. Um, and then, so I guess they work. And then the last one I think is really important um, and kind of encapsulates everything is letting go. You can't delegate if you're trying to hold on to everything. But if you're holding on to everything, you're not creating space for new things to come to you. So sometimes you have to let go of things so that you can be the strategy person or the vision person or whatever your strengths are in your business. So let it go. See how it goes. If it doesn't work out with that person, get a new one. And then also creating a feedback loop, um, meaning so you have your intern or you hire that person. Like what does success look like for that position? Giving them space to either create the manuals or ask you questions and to improve upon that process. But having a feedback loop um, with them and you to make sure that, you know, what's being delegated is understood in the way you want it to be. Yeah. And the only other thing I would add to this that we alluded to already would be to explore your sources, your sources of people and other resources, which uh, there are so many now. Like, whatever the task is, you can probably look it up and find it. But between Fiverr, Upwork, um, I have like a Twitter list of like mm-hmm. graphic designers and people. A lot of times if you use social media and, um, you know, just look for folks or make an announcement about it, there are also people who are really trying to find work to do as well. So there's um, lots of different avenues to explore. Absolutely. So... If this sounds like something that can help you and any of your friends with and their like businesses or entrepreneurs, whatever is going on, please share this with them. Um, feel free to drop us a comment at Carly's Couch on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know how you've gotten better at delegation or if you suck at it, what part of it is the hardest for you and if any of this helps. Yeah, and read that um, chapter in Tim Ferriss' joint too, if you can. So like going back to the very first thing I said here, um, that put me on too, like the first, virtual system I even got was because they were just talking about it or he was talking about it um, and how little it cost and I just so something you said I didn't realize that it didn't have to cost anything like it could be like two dollars an hour or it could be seven dollars an hour or whatever like you can find it you just have to know that it's out there mm-hmm. and I would say that peace of mind is priceless and you shouldn't spend all your time stressing over trying to do everything when you don't have to um, yeah I'll check out emails too because he really talks about how to take all the different tasks that you have and then break them down into those different positions and then how do you start to sort them out. So it's like you may be taking up a lot of different things, but how do you slowly determine like which stuff makes the most sense to start filling in and then to you actually at the point we just actually focus on that one thing. Yeah, so definitely check those out. The E-Myth and the 4-Hour Work Week. And then this week's shout out is... 
Skin Muse, skin and body care, elevating the beauty experience for black women. They're handcrafted with natural products based in Los Angeles and featured on Beyonce, LUSA, BT, Crown Mag. Um, so shout out to Ezene and her company. She was in the black business commercial that Damo shot for um, BT a while back. Um, so she was also oh, highlighted there. Yeah, small world. Um, so, but shout out to everybody for elevating this year. So check them out. They will be linked in the show notes, SKN Muse on Instagram and dot com. Check them out for your gifts this year too. Mm-hmm. The holidays are coming up. Support local businesses, black businesses, women-owned businesses, people of color, all of those things. Use your dollars um, to try to keep those places open and going. And then this week's question of the week is... What would the title of your mixtape be? Like your debut, like mixtape, like your first one. Hmm. I feel like I used to have a note in my phone that had a bunch of things in it. Um, and now I don't recall anything. But it would be something melancholy, like, um, like, um, like I'm already gone or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, what would yours be? Um, man, the first corny one, which it would not be, it was like you always tease me. More love, more light. Um, no. Um, it'd probably be like stop and smell the roses, flowers, or stop something like that with some nature photography. Mine would be like the flowers are dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double sided album. It's for. the love below and speaker box, you know. But nah, you get five tracks. That's it. <laughs> man, I'm at least six. And a no voicemail. More. Thanks. So if y'all want to be my voicemail, y'all can go ahead and call us and leave one. It's 323. What's our number? 323. Oh, wow. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> um, let's see. Girl, I don't know what it is. Dang. Uh, it's 323. Hold on. I'm going to call 323 There we go. There we go. So go ahead and call <laughs> and leave that. Call with questions, topics, anything. Um, yeah, we appreciate you for tuning in. Stay safe during the holidays. Support small businesses. And stay alive. Yeah. Yep. We'll holler at y'all next week. Bye.